the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Happy Tuesday. Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really more like a Monday for us, though, because yesterday was a holiday for us here at Salem Media. We take uh, President's Day off, and we celebrate this great country and all the presidents. Not all the presidents. I ain't celebrating that one that's stood around for eight years covering up the deaths of Americans and using the IRS as a weapon against Americans and doing all kinds of shenanigans. No, I didn't celebrate him. But uh, yesterday I did celebrate the greatest president, at least in my lifetime, surpassing even the great Ronald Reagan. Hopefully you guys had a great president today. Hopefully you enjoyed the show that we had for you last night. But we are back live tonight. Glad to be rolling in to the rest of this week with you guys here. Follow me on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. I'm on Instagram at Andrea K. Show. We are streaming live on Facebook right now at the Answer San Diego Facebook page. So you would go to facebook.com forward slash the answer San Diego.com and there you will see me streaming live. Great conversation there. You can also join our Andrea K show group called the Caniacs because we some crazy conservative Caniacs over there. And that's spelled K A Y E N I A C S. I reached out to my buddy Tom DeBacaro today because there's all kinds of legal stuff we got to be talking about. Everything from the commutations and the pardons today from President Trump to the justice delayed with Roger Stone, continued uh, calls for the left to remove Bill Barr, which is just insane. So we've got a lot to talk about with my buddy Tom DeBacaro, as well as really it's going to be with him from Barr to Bloomberg, you know, to Bernie and and everything else, because tomorrow we have a big debate. Is Mike Bloomberg, is he literally about to buy himself the entire Democrat Party? Sure seems like it. He's rolled up to number two status, but there's a debate tomorrow night. And we got to see if there's if, if we got to see if there's a box tall enough for mini Mike to actually rise up above the rest when he's actually forced to debate. 888-344-1170. The question that I posed on Facebook earlier today that, that I want to continue throughout the show. And it's a question actually to pose to my buddy and my partner in crime here as well as Tom DeBacaro. And this is a serious question. It's a thoughtful question. Of who would you rather of the Democrats, serious contenders, by the way, because right now what's trending on Twitter is, you know, where is Warren of the of pretty much. I think we can look at Bernie versus uh, Bloomberg at this point. Who would you rather Trump face going into the general election and why? And the majority of people on Facebook said that they felt like it should be Bernie. They wanted to see Bernie, not because of anything having to do with Bernie as a candidate himself and whether or not he, you know, he can be beat on style or whatever, but simply because my conservative friends out there think that it is high time that we have an actual debate on socialism and communism in this country and that we have a free market capitalist president ready to finally put the nail in the coffin when it comes to communism, which I don't believe would be the nail in the coffin. But this is a debate the Republican Party has shied away from. And now here we are facing the possibility of a flat-out avowed socialist communist on the ticket. The rest are in that realm. They're just not admitting it. What do you guys think? 888-344-1170. Who, do you, who would you like to see Trump face? 
The debate's tomorrow night on the Democrats. Who do you want to see him face and why? 888-344-1170. And the man who will take your calls, the man who should be pondering the answer to that question right now, because I'm going to expect him to answer it, is my buddy, the one and only. Steak eating gnocchi, hopefully soon going to be making making some gnocchi because he's learned how to make it over the weekend. My buddy DJ Carrot Sticks. Hey, does anyone want Carrot Sticks? Get him out of here. Well, the first step is knowing how to pronounce it, so I'm I'm got that now. Okay, well, did I pronounce it right? Gnocchis? Yeah. Okay. You did. You got, you got, you got to put your uh, tongue on the top of your mouth. Like a Three Stooges kind of thing? Yeah, I always thought it was gnocchi or something. I okay. didn't know what it was. Okay. But I th- my answer to that is uh, I think if he went up against Bernie, just like he said, um, capitalism versus socialism, flyover America, I don't even think knows really what socialism is, and they're not going to want to rock the cart right now with the country doing as well as it is. Well, there was actually an NBC poll and when it was uh, that was taken, and when it, the question was posed, let me see if I can find it, because I know you pulled it for me off the printer. One of the questions that was asked of them in terms of characteristics The question was, NBC News, Wall Street Journal poll, which you know I'm skeptical of polls, but anyway, I'm going to throw it out there. They asked voters about seven different descriptions for a presidential candidate. The most unpopular are a combined 67% say they have reservations or are, quote, very uncomfortable with a candidate being socialist. And that's why Obama and the left has been trying to pull the plug on this Bernie Sanders, because they're all Marxists and socialists themselves. Pete Buttigieg was raised by a father who's a flat-out Marxist and who, who believed in the Communist Manifesto. They all do. Obama was raised by Marxists himself. Every every speech he ever gave was straight out of you know page 94 of the Communist Manifesto. But they know. That in spite of, as we talk about every week with Bob Walters in our education segments, in spite of the fact that our schools have been hijacked by Marxists and communists and indoctrinating kids into the evils of capitalism and tending to churn out socialists for the state, they know that still the majority of Americans don't want. They're still Google. We still got Internet now, thanks to Al Gore, and they're able to see the results of socialism all over the Internet so um, it will be interesting what happens. And I, but I think that in spite of that, 67% saying they have reservations, that's not enough. And we need to have this debate. And we need to have a president, particularly right now. Because in 2012, we all thought that that was going to be the debate with Romney. We thought this dude is pretty much a self-made man. This man is incredibly successful as a business person. He's going up against Barack Obama, who had already proven after four years in office you know, Barack Obama, by the way, this weekend was saying, oh, 11 years. This is the 11th anniversary of my Recovery Act, trying to take credit for the phenomenal recovery. When the fact is, as he admitted, he had said before he got elected in 08, if I don't turn this economy around in two years, don't reelect me. Well, going into 2012, the economy was still a disaster. He was laughing and joking and mocking. Yeah, I guess those shovel-ready jobs weren't quite so shovel-ready. So you're thinking, great, we've got Mitt Romney, the successful businessman. He's going to put the kibosh on this socialism government controlling everything scheme the americans that you know we had already had obamacare the paperwork for that and he did an abysmal job he couldn't sell it he couldn't convince the american in fact he stood up there in front of the american people at the economic debate and said i'm going to be good my family's going to be good whoever wins here oh great argument basically there's no difference between me (laughs) yeah that, uh, so not only was there no argument on behalf of capitalism against socialism and Marxism and communism or any form, any form of the ism, Romney just flat out just basically laid down and didn't say a word about it. And, of course, Obama got reelected. 
and we know the rest from there. So I, I would love to see that. What I what I think also needs to be in the course of that debate is not just a conversation about from the economic standpoint, but everything that comes with Marxism, because in order to keep people, in order to get people to buy into that, in order to keep them there, there's a whole lot of control the government has to have over the people. And one of the hallmarks of a Marxist communist regime is what we see playing out right now in the form of a weaponized state going after people for their politics and throwing them in jail for it. And President Trump is getting increasingly frustrated with that being allowed to happen under his watch. We're in an election year and we still have under a Trump administration Department of Justice. We still have injustice happening today. President Trump, we're going to talk to uh, Tom DeBacaro about this, his commutations and his pardons today, some of which was controversial to some people, even conservatives in him pardoning or commuting. I think it was uh, Blagojevich Um, in the middle of that. Uh, what we we're going to talk to Tom about that, as I said, but uh, the judge decided Amy Jackson, I think her name is, um, is announced that she's going to go ahead and sentence Roger Stone on Thursday. In spite of the fact that his defense team has asked for a retrial on the basis that the jury four person was tweeting, was was flat out an, an anti-Trump. I mean, this was not just somebody tweeting out a few innocuous anti-Trump twe- tweets, but we're talking about Trump derangement syndrome. We're talking about a four-person who was tweeting out against Roger Stone during the trial. His defense team had said to this woman, can, you know, can you at least rule on a retrial? Why are, why are you doing this now? Well, we, we just can't delay his sentencing any further. Why? Why do you have to sentence this man on Thursday when you know there's a motion for a retrial and you already have the evidence there to retry it? Well, there's no damage to him, she says, if he's sentenced. Of course there is. You're sentencing him as a convicted person. You're upholding a conviction that was done. First of all, it was done illegally as a part of Fruit of the Poisonous Tree because it was based upon a Mueller investigation that was illegal. And then on top of it, you were putting your stamp of approval on a conviction that was done by a four-person, a, a jury that was tainted. Judge Jackson, is there any way in this world that you would accept that for yourself? This is tyranny. This is third world Venezuela, Havana, communist China kind of crap going on here. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to see what Tom DeBacaro has to say about it. Brilliant legal analyst and political commentator. You can read his articles on Fox Nation and his own website, TomD.com, as well as the Political Vanguard. He's going to weigh in on lots of things, and I'd love to hear from you, too. 888-344-1170. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. The following is a paid political announcement. As a proud gay American, I've been called a lot of things in my life, but a Tea Party extremist, nothing could be further from the truth. I'm challenging both parties to get off divisive social agendas. 
Now Carl DeMaio says he's a conservative, but his liberal record is clear. He even told the UT he opposes any restrictions on abortion. DeMaio told the UT he supports federal programs, including $500 million of taxpayer funding for Planned Parenthood. Daryl Issa voted to defund Planned Parenthood and earned a 100% rating from the National Right to Life Committee. Daryl Issa has always been a reliable voice for the sanctity of life, said Marilyn Musgrave of the Susan B. Anthony List. He has never faltered in his support for pro-life legislation. Issa strongly supported legislation to ban late-term abortions and helped pass the partial birth abortion ban. In Congress, Daryl Issa will continue to fight for the rights of the unborn. I'm Daryl Issa. You can always count on me to defend innocent life. I'm running for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Daryl Issa for Congress. Buying or selling a home is the biggest financial transaction most people ever make. This is Dennis Prager. Selecting the right real estate agent is crucial. Selecting the wrong real estate agent could cost you a lot of time and money. That's why I refer San Diego County's real estate authority, Jim Butrell, founder of Ardent Real Estate Services. Jim is a proud Marine Corps veteran with a proven track record and guarantees your success every time. Jim nets his sellers 5.6% more money and sells his list things in one-third the time when compared to the average agent. While others make big promises, Jim will actually guarantee the sale of your home at a price you agree to, or he will buy it himself. Guaranteed in writing. That's because Jim already has the buyers. Thousands of ready buyers in waiting from his exclusive database looking to buy right now. Call Jim Butrell at 800-498-SOLD. That's 800-498-SOLD. Or go to jimhasthebuyers.com. 2020 is the year your business is going to thrive. Or will it? Resolve to use digital marketing to your advantage with the help from the pros at Salem Surround. Whether you're just testing the waters of digital marketing or already have a plan in place that's not getting results, we give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Salem Surround provides your business with all your marketing needs under one roof. Face it, if you're not effectively using digital media, you're behind the competition and losing sales. Salem Surround will help identify any weak points in your marketing strategy and consult with you to bring solutions that will meet your needs and exceed your expectations. Total market penetration for increased return on investment. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundsandiego.com. Surroundsandiego.com. Connecting you with new customers. Read the latest breaking news, top business analysis, and the funniest political cartoons. (laughs) Register for the Answer San Diego's newsletters. Use keyword newsletter. Stay current on politics, contests, events, and more. Be among the first to know about the latest books from top conservative authors, special signing events, and promotions. Register today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Keyword newsletter. Sponsored by Richard Musio, host of It's Your Business. Sundays at 9 a.m. only on The Answer San Diego. Answer San Diego. Streaming now on TuneIn.com and Radio.com. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Glad to have you guys here with me. Super excited. I can't wait for tomorrow's debate. Because you know what? That little mini Mike, he's been trying to use his big old fat bank account to buy himself the Democrat Party. And you know what? I, I think now we know exactly uh, what's the old saying. We know exactly what you are. That now the question is just, uh, what do you charge for yourself? You get my point here. Seems like that's what the Democrats are all about. 
You know, they're just ready. You know, they, they're supposed to be about the party of women, supposed to be about the party of working men, supposed to be about the party of farmers, supposed to be about the party of minorities. And they're ready to chuck it all. Man comes in promising all kinds of policies that they supposedly, you know, that, that, that they're all for. And they don't care if he's a racist, misogynist, whatever, man. It's, it, you know, one of the things that I think every one of these Democrats for that are going to be on the stage tomorrow night, I thank them and love them for the fact that they are exposing the truth about the Democrat Party. Joining me now to talk about that, as well as all this legal stuff that's happened today, is my favorite legal analyst. You guys can see him on Fox and Friends all the time, read his articles on Fox Nation, as well as TomD.com, Political Vanguard, is my buddy, the aforementioned Tom Del Beccaro. Hey, Tom, welcome back, my friend. Hello, Tom. Did we lose Tom? Tomorrow. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Tomorrow should be quite the show. Thanks for having me on. Okay. As Mike has to stand toe-to-toe, I use that analogy. Figuratively. <laughs> no, it's real. He's got a, Amy Klobuchar is going to look down on him. Look, <laughs> if the Democrats go for this guy, and I'm glad you opened it that way, because they... They had claimed to be the party of minorities. And, of course, Mike said that, you know, 95% of all crimes Xerox it. He said, and it came out today that he he said that black and Latino men don't know how to conduct themselves on the job. Wow. I mean, look. look, Wow. he, He made a lot of money. Guys like that are ball busters. Okay. But if the Democrats are going to sell out to this guy who ha- who is so arrogant and dismissive and condescending, you know, <laughs> then that's their own problem. I, I well, what it, it's I not just their you- problem; it proves what they're about. Don't tell me you women out there. I don't want to see any Hollywood actresses doing any public service announcements about Me Too movement or whatever. When you were throwing your hat and your money and your name behind a man who told a woman, "Oh, what? What are you number sixteen now? Pregnant woman on the job? Ha! Huh, kill it! You know, don't uh, or saying that farmers don't have any brains." You know, and saying that black black men don't know how to behave and work. Tom Del Beccaro, can you imagine? You're a historian. If there was any Republican going on who said anything like that, what what would be happening to them right now? No, you don't need a historian to tell you that. And, well, you know, it, the Repu- Trent Lott made a, a reference to how great you had, uh, you know, certain people were in the past. Strom Thurmond, and, and he got run out of office. Meanwhile, the Democrats can have a Ku Klux Klan member that would be Robert Byrd mm-hmm. as their major, majority leader. And on his desk, Chuck Schumer said <laughs> that I don't think you've ever heard this. Are you ready for what Chuck Schumer said to an ex about an ex Klansman? Lay it on me, brother. He, his life was the American dream. <laughs> Oh, wow. So, yeah, so it's wow. a standard out of control. But he, here's what I do, right? Here's what I do. Here's what I do know. No one has volunteered and pushed out a single vote that has been cast for Michael Bloomberg. He does not have operations. He has not proven he can bring people to the ballot box. So he can spend his hundreds of millions, but until he has Bernie Vox, and that's what it takes to win these things. Yeah. 
There's a reason why Bernie's going to run away with Nevada this weekend. Mm-hmm. There's a reason Michael Bloomberg has yet to prove he can do that. We will see. And if they pick him, the ads that can be run against him are just staggering. Well, President Trump tweeted out today, and I want to get your, your thoughts on this. I thought it was interesting. And, you know, admittedly, I'm not somebody that, you know, really knows um, a lot about campaign finance. He said what Mini Mike is doing is nothing less than a large scale illegal campaign contribution. He is spreading money all over the place only to have recipients of his cash payments, many former opponents, happily joining or supporting his campaign. Isn't that called a payoff? Your thoughts? Well, you've run for office. You know, campaign finance laws. I'm not sure the illegality of, of all his spending, of course, but I will tell you this. It's fairly blatant. And there's a there's a message, a story, and a strategy here, and it relates to the brokered convention. As you know, I predicted a year ago that Bernie Sanders would win the nomination because he would get the most delegates. Mm-hmm. I predicted Joe Biden would fall. I predicted Amy Klobuchar's rise and that Kamala Harris wouldn't make it to the gate. Right. Last year, I started talking about a brokered convention. <clears throat> at a brokered convention, because nobody gets 50% at the start, what happens is any virtually any registered Democrat slash delegate there can become the nominee. So here is Michael Bloomberg's pitch, and he's already started doing this. You don't have to spend a dime to run to get a presidential nominee. I'll do it with all my own money. I want you to raise 100 percent of all monies and give it to those running for Congress or spend it on their behalf. Mm -hmm. That is going to be very tempting for Democrats because they are going to need all the money they can muster to hold on to the House or or go for the Senate. And so that's what he's playing for. Let me ask you um, the question that I posed on Facebook today. Who do you want Trump to face in the fall and why? Well, I'm, I'm just merely an observer. But if I was more than an observer, I would say, look, let me put it this way. For the next 20 years, the Democrat Party is going to befall the fate in many regards of the Labor Party. Once socialism takes hold, it, you can't root it out. There is going to be this element of unreasonableness throughout the process, and it will not go over well. So as Bernie continues to rise, and frankly, you know, I think if Bernie Sanders runs, that's the best thing for the Republicans, because I think it, I, I think they can win the House back. I think he'll give it to them. If, if, but this is not going away from them. This, the independents aren't going to warm up to bad health care. So the Democrats are in a long slog here. It's true that demographics in some ways move in their direction, but Latinos don't like socialism. And if Republicans are smart enough about winning this debate, they, in fact, can be ascendant. Let's switch gears real quick while I've got you and talk about some of these legal news today. The pardons and commutations of Blagojevich, DeBartolo, and Milliken. 
Um, a lot of people, even conservatives, are head scratching over this Blagojevich thing. I think I think a lot of these these pardons and commutations were really a thumb in the face of the DOJ today, and him saying, you know what, you know, Bill Barr, you want to come against me and say, oh, my tweets are making things impossible for you, and and you know, I, I think Trump's fed up. I think Trump is like I, and he said it today. You know what, I'm the top law enforcement officer of this country. And I have the right to weigh in if I want to. And you know what? Here's how. Here, here's an example of me weighing in. I'm going to commute and pardon some people today because you know what? I got the right to do it. And I'm fed up with a DOJ that's got two, two, uh, two uh, sets of, of rules and laws pertaining to the American people, as well as the fact that I think he's got a heart for people that are getting getting over sentenced. Your thoughts on these pardons and commutations today? I, I agree that he. But really, he's turning his sights on the DOJ and saying, this is the next part of the swamp that I have to fight. And that works well for him. Blagojevich is the thumb in the eye of the Democrats as well. He likes to taunt them. He likes to get them to react, right? Because that was Comey. Because Comey was was part of the prosecution team of Blagojevich, wasn't he? Uh, I'm not sure of that. Yeah, I think he was. But he he likes to get to agitate the Democrats so that they argue about those things instead of actually helping people. Let them defend Washington. He continues to put them in that position. And honestly, that works well. Well, especially given the fact that, oh, the the Democrats are all hysterical, that Blagojevich was had his, I think he wasn't pardoned, he was commuted. The man spent some time in prison. Oh, Democrats, you're all hysterical that a man who actually served time for his crimes that he did as, as a government official who was on the take and the graft and it was a grifter and all the different terms and, and corrupt that, you know, that he got let out. Uh, meanwhile, let's talk about Joe Biden. Joe Biden and what and, and his corruption, as well as Hillary Clinton, who flat out used the State Department in a pay for play scheme. So, you know, I think everything that Trump does just consent, continues to highlight the double standard and hypocrisy of the left. What did it think, Andrea, think of where we are right now. Trump has championed prison reform. Trump ha- has done these commutations or pardons and the Democrats are arguing against it. I mean, so meanwhile, oh, excuse me for interrupting. Meanwhile, while at the same time, they've got their bail reform nonsense going on in New York where men are coming out being being no with no bail uh, allows them to go right back out on the street and rob and and rape and everything else going on in in New York. Yeah. yeah. So open borders, no bail, uh, government takeovers. These are not majority opinions. Right. And so. And Trump somehow manages to exploit them and get them defending these sort of things, and and therefore they don't get to the message. On the other hand, I I would really love just to sit back and watch the Democrats debate over the next 60 days as to who their nominee should be when you have people even like Chris Matthews saying – that uh, dissing on uh, socialism and Bernie Sanders. You have James Carville doing this. You're going to have Bloomberg. It's going to be a mini civil war, and it's not going to end in November. This will go on for years. Yeah, it will. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens uh, tomorrow night in this debate. I mean, this the one, it's the first Democrat debate that I've really had any interest in, and I, and I can't wait to watch it. 
Um, I, I don't know. I don't know ultimately if it matters who wins it or not. I, I don't believe that the Democrat Party is going to allow Bernie Sanders to have the nomination. I don't believe it for for a hot second. So um, well, they're going to do everything to fight it in the short term. But he's going to walk in there with the most delegates in a brokered convention for a ton of delegates, period. And his people are not going to be happy. And they're not going to be a significant percentage, enough of them combined with increased votes for Trump among Latinos and blacks that will allow him to be reelected. Well, you heard it here. All right, Tom Debacaro, thank you for being here. Y'all can, uh, he's on, are, you're on Fox and Friends. Are you weekly on Fox and Friends? When can um, people- uh, no, I wouldn't say that, but I will be on uh, Fox Business tomorrow at 3.45 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I appreciate you, Andrea. Keep it up. All right, thank you, Tom. Appreciate it. All right, now y'all stay tuned because we come back. Oh, no, I forgot to mention another person that got pardoned today, I believe it was, or, or had his received clemency was Bernard Carrick. He was the police commissioner back during 9-11. Remember Bernard Carrick? He's been on the show before DJ Kirstick. So God bless him. Good news for him. He was over-sentenced, by the way, uh, for his crime. All right, now we got more coming up. We've got a major, speaking of, of law, Alan Dershowitz said something over the weekend, the Breitbart on radio, that was shocking to people. Wait till you hear that. And what Democrat Democrats have been colluding literally with a terrorist organization? we got more to come up, so y'all don't go away. It's the Andrea K Show. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Sell your home for top dollar quickly and smoothly. Call Julie Jules Real Estate. Julie has sold over 800 homes using proven marketing strategies and home staging to enhance your home's appeal, entice more buyers, and get you more money than other agents by far. Hi, I'm Julie Jules. I'd love to give you a free home staging consultation. Just give me a call at 619-992-7113. Call for your free home staging consultation. Moving out, moving up, or moving in, call Julie Jules, 619-992-7113. Qualified Home Loans saves you money and pays all your loan costs with five-star service and expertise. That's why you call us for your home loan. Mike, when you did Tom's loan, you were able to do it without an appraisal. That was really nice. Nobody likes getting an appraisal done. When we can get it waived, it's really nice. And it can even benefit the client's loan terms, too. How does waiving an appraisal get a client a better loan? We had a client who bought a home just over a year ago. I approached them to refinance at a lower rate and cut their payment. Because we didn't need an appraisal, we were able to completely remove their mortgage insurance. Between the lower rate and removing the mortgage insurance, they're saving just about $400 a month now. $400 a month? Call Qualified Home Loans, 888-499-9502. 888-499-9502. You'll get five-star service and pay nothing in loan costs. 888-499-9502. DRE number 0191055, NMLS number 884457. Wouldn't you love to give your child, grandchild, niece, or nephew a high-quality private education? How about for half price? Well, the answer San Diego's half-price tuition is back. You can choose from tons of private schools, preschool, high school, even college, all registering for the 2020 and 2021 semesters. You could even save thousands of dollars like these happy families. I looked into half-price tuition, and he will be attending a school because we were able to take advantage of the half-price tuition. We appreciate everything that you guys did for us, and we're happy that plan came together for our family. Visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com and check out the list of schools in your area. Pick the school you want 
Then call us at 858-535-1210. That's 858-535-1210 so you can lock in your half-price tuition. Go to TheAnswerSanDiego.com right now to see all the schools participating. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com, TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Greetings, Answer San Diego listeners. It's Ed Martin here. You know, every day we get requests from our listeners to help them find local, like-minded businesses. It's why we created the Answer San Diego Business Directory. It's an all-in-one platform to connect our listeners to the right local businesses. The Answer San Diego Business Directory creates a win-win scenario for you, the listener, and our local, like-minded businesses. The idea is very simple. When we find businesses that we'd like to recommend, we'll add them to our directory. There's businesses from A to Z. So next time you're looking to connect with businesses that share your values visit the answer san diego business directory you can help grow our community too if you know a business that should be on our directory please have them list their business today at the answer it's our pleasure and joy to connect you with companies that share your values go to the answer click on the business directory link and start your search today that's the answer san and just click on that directory link thanks for all you do for our community Reality show. Oh, surprise, another reality show. And another show with Chicago in the title. If you're not going to pick something, just turn it off. Face it, there's nothing good on TV, so turn it off. And turn on The Answer San Diego. Weeknights at 8, it's Dennis Prager. Then at 9, you'll hear Sebastian Gorka. Then at 10 p.m., listen to Larry Elder. The Answer, San Diego's primetime lineup. Weeknights from 8 till 11, Prager, Gorka, and Elder. Turn off the TV and spend your weeknights with The Answer San Diego. Streaming now on The Answer San Diego app and radio.com. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Did you know what today is? Guess what today is, DJ Cares Sticks? It's kind of an important day in San Diego. It's the uh, second day of spring training for the Padres. <laughs> no, but we do have a baseball story to talk about coming up a little bit later. Uh, no, today is actually the deadline day for you to register to vote in the March primaries. And you have until the registrar's office in Kearney Mesa is open um, until 8 p.m. today. And you can register online until midnight tonight. So definitely uh, you want to register to vote in these primaries because we've got important races coming up here in California. So many important races. You know, it's not even just about uh, congressional races we've got going on, but we've got judges. We've got um, um, other races, you know, in terms of uh, city races. We've got so we we've got and we don't I don't have time to get into it. But as we get closer, I think we're in the next few days we're going to start talking about it because we're actually going to be at Golden Hall uh, for the primary night on March third. We're actually going to be there at Golden Hall, so um, it's it's really big. It's important that you get out and vote. No, I don't support some bill that somebody's put forth to want to make it a crime if you don't vote because sometimes people express themselves by not voting. Um, so anyway, today's your deadline to register to vote. You've got until 8 p.m. if you want to uh, scoot over to the registrar's office in Kearney Mesa, or you can do it online. I don't like online, just like I don't like it done through the DMV, because that's how all kinds of shenanigans can happen. I think you need to go in person, show your ID, your government-issued ID, and register there. Um, before the break, we were talking to Tom DeBacaro about uh, things going on with the Justice Department, and I think Trump was sending a signal to the to the DOJ today. With his pardons and his commutations, I guess uh, some uh, might be WAPO, Washington Post, uh, or, or somebody is 
is, and I don't know, you know, we don't trust any media. Uh, there's unnamed sources, anonymous people saying Barr is threatening to quit if Trump doesn't stop tweeting. Well, Trump is continuing to tweet. So that means, two, if that story is true, it means two things. It means that, um, uh, it, well, it, it means that the story is either not true or it means that it is true and Trump's like, okay, hit the door. Hit the, hit, hit, don't let the door hit you, Barr. Because there's a reason why Trump said today, I haven't weighed in yet, but I could because I'm the top law enforcement officer in the land. And oh, by the way, it's absolutely ridiculous for Barr. This is why I don't like Barr. Because you know what? You know what, Barr? Obama weighed in. Obama went and did an interview in the spring of 2016 and said to a reporter that Hillary Clinton, uh, talked about the Hillary Clinton investigation and said she didn't intend to break the law. And gee, what a coincidence that that's exactly what was in the draft written by Comey around the same time, multiple drafts that he wrote, even though the Espionage Act did not require intent. Gee, coincidence, Bill Barr? Or how about when Attorney General Lynch met with Bill Clinton on the tarmac. There was a guy on Fox this morning who wrote a book about it and says that there's new information coming out and he actually has evidence and he has proof that it was well-coordinated. 20 minutes or so they met. You have the attorney general meeting with the husband of somebody under investigation. Nobody had a hysteria over that. Or let's talk about the fact going all the way back to Bill Clinton, whose brother, not Bill Clinton, but, but uh, JFK, whose brother was the attorney general. Eric Holder saying that they were ride-or-die besties. Eric Holder and, and Barack Obama were like Thelma and Louise together, man. Don't tell me you got a problem with anything, Bill Barr, that anything Trump has done with the stinking tweet. It's ridiculous. Do your job, man. Apply the law. And if you don't want to apply the law, and if you don't want to drain the swamp, and if you want to continue to give the deep state... Marxist, unelected bureaucrats in the FBI and the DOJ, you want to allow them to target American citizens strictly for their politics and subvert the rule of law while you give a pass to the Andrew McCabe's, the Peter Strzok's, and the Jim's Comey's? You can't get out of there fast enough for me, man. I never liked you in the first place. Me- and meanwhile, where are you in investigating Chris Murphy and, and, and investigating him and prosecuting him for the Logan Act? Chris Murphy, in case you guys don't remember was one of the Democrats who said, let's see what his quote was, uh, he, uh, he, he was one of the ones who, who actually pushed, Chris Murphy is a Democrat, who actually pushed to have Mike Flynn, General Flynn, investigated because he said at the time that, I want to I quote him correctly, he said at the time that any meetings, um, any meetings with any foreign government, um, any effort to undermine our nation's foreign policy, even during a transition period, may be illegal and must be taken seriously. Yeah, what is he doing? What did Chris Murphy do? He and other Democrats actually met, had a secret meeting with an Iranian foreign minister named Mohammad Javad Zarif during something called the Munich Security Conference last week. And this is according to a source that was briefed by the French delegation to the conference. So we're going to talk about this a little bit. What is, um, and, by, and according to the State Department, by the way, this, uh, there was a State Department official who spoke on background who said that the State Department was not aware of any side meetings that went on with Iranian officials that Murphy engaged in. Let's remind everybody, we know that you all know, of, of what the Iranian regime is all about. The Iranian Republican Guard, the Iranian regime, the Iranian government, had the, who was the head of the Iranian Guard? Soleimani. This is the largest state sponsor of terrorism in the world. This is the government and the organization, the regime, that has been targeting and slaughtering United States military, 
as well as Americans. They are the ones who've been funding Hamas, funding Hezbollah. And Chris Murphy goes and meets with these people behind the scenes. This is clearly a violation of Logan Act, but he was not alone. With him was uh, Senators Robert Menendez of New Jersey, Chris Van Hollen of Maryland, and former Senator John Kerry of Massachusetts also attended. Talk about trying to set up a shadow government and to do it in secret, colluding not just with a foreign government, but a terrorist regime. And, and, but you're going to yammer and complain about Trump's tweets, Bill Barr? No wonder Trump is frustrated. And, 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 and oh, by the way, what, the, the Munich Security Conference supposedly welcomes hundreds of world leaders each February. These Congress people are not world leaders. They represent districts. In the United States of America. That's not, they're not world leaders. They have no business going there. And like Chris Murphy going there and speaking on behalf of, of the United States of America on, on foreign policy. I'm not, he's not with the State Department. I'm not even aware of him being on the Foreign Policy Committee. And what, and, but let's, de- delving a little bit deeper in this is somebody named Heshmat Alavi. I got tipped off to his thread on Twitter and this is, and this goes really deep, and why it needs to be investigated. And the, and it, and it underscores what I've been saying for years and years and years about the Democrat Party colluding with Islamists who want to destroy us, and the Democrats are partnering with them for power, because what the Democrat Party have in common with these Islamists is is a desire to have a centralized system of government with complete control over the citizens. They are Marxist. So, getting into this a little bit more, you guys need to follow this guy, Heshmat Alavi, at H-E-S-H-M-A-T-A-L-A-V-I. And following him, he starts talking about, well, why would Chris Murphy be over there? Well, because, uh, you know, in meeting with, with Iranian, there's an Iranian regime. Because, uh, it, come to find out, Murphy is a frequent speaker at the National Iranian American Council, which is a lobbying group. With links to the Islamic Republic in Iran. Why do we even have? How many times I talk about, I don't want to hear hashtag never forget again on 9-11. When we have, why do we even have a lobbying group that represents a terrorist regime going on in our country? Murphy also criticized the killing of Soleimani, who was the world's most notorious terrorist, who also killed more than 600 U.S. soldiers in Iraq. Talk about colluding with an enemy. Republican Senators Mike Braun of Indiana, Tom Cotton of Arkansas, and Ted Cruz recently asked the Justice Department for, uh, to, um, for potential violations of the Foreign Agents Registration Act. Okay, so Bill Barr, do your job. Stop worrying about what Trump is tweeting and start investigating people that are colluding and enabling and, uh, and encouraging and enabling and, uh, terrorists in this country. He also, Murphy is also on record criticizing a letter that the Republican senators, a senator sent uh, to Iranian leaders during the Obama administration's campaign for a nuclear agreement. So, um, you know, so that's why, and that's one of the reasons why John Kerry's involved. They still want, President Trump was elected in part because he said he wanted to get us out of that Iranian deal that only enables and empowers a regime who's declared that they want to wipe us off the face of the map. Trump got us out of that. That's what the voters want. And and these Democrats are over there colluding with them to try to get it back on board. What are they promising them? What What are they promising this Iranian regime? We still don't know the details of of that whole agreement. Murphy has also previously defended um, rogue meetings of John Kerry. 
Carrie also has a close relationship with a Zarif guy that Murphy met with. But there's more people involved here. Let's talk for a few minutes. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap this up here, Carrot Sticks, and, and, and I'll get to the break. I know you need me to, me to wrap in a minute. Um, but but uh, he, so he's got close relations with Iran's lobby, the NIA Council, the NAIC, which is founded by somebody named Trita Parsi. Well, who's Trita Parsi? This is somebody who visited the Obama White House over 30 times, thanks to Ben Rhodes, who has also attended NIAC sessions and has close relations with the Tehran lobby. So the the um, the the Democrat Party run by Obama, the, this and his associations with terrorist regimes is very deep. But it's not just Obama. It's not just Murphy. It also involves Dan Kildee, Donna Edwards, and guess who else? Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib. There's a, there's a staffer named Ethan Azad, who's a staff member for Tlaib, who's also uh, who's a, a member of NAIC, is also uh, a defender of the Islamic Republican Guard who kills Americans. We've also got uh, someone named Mayor Soror, who's a senior legislative assistant to Omar and Tlaib, who actually was a candidate for NIAC's Action Leadership Board. We've got Barbara Jackson Lee's um, got a legislative assistant who's got ties to the NAIC, who locked her Twitter account today to keep people away from it. Uh, We've got uh, their NAIC's most accomplished alum, is now um, the national, in 2015, was the National Security Council Director for Obama. So this goes very deep. There's lots of ties here with this Iran lobbying with the Democrat Party. So we basically have a Democrat Party with ties to the Iranian terrorist regime with a lobbying arm. Basically, this NIAC is the ver- it's just another version of CARE. It's like it's like a Council for American Islamic Relations, but but it's they're kind of a general group. This is with Iran. But guess who else? I'm going to wrap it with this, Carrot Sticks, because I know we're well past the point of a break. I want to wrap it with this. Guess who else Chris Murphy met with over there? George Soros. Now, why would he meet with George Soros? Because George Soros and his open society is very tight with the same Iranian terrorist regime organization lobbying arm NIAC. So once again, I got, and I'm not hearing anybody else talk about the ties between the Democrat Party and how they are partnering with these Islamists. They are part, literally partnering with terrorist organizations to take us over from within. This must be investigated. We must have more pressure put on our government to investigate and route out those that are working with terrorist organizations to take us over from within. There can be no other explanation, no other description of this but treason and, and, uh, that's the only word I can think of. We're going to take a break. We come back. Got a couple other tiny little stories to get into before the end of the night. Stay tuned. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. 
The following is a paid political announcement. In the race for Congress, there's only one proven conservative trusted by Mike Huckabee to champion our values. Trump conservative Daryl Issa. This is Mike Huckabee. I know Daryl Issa. He's a good man and the right man for Congress. He's principled and proven. Unlike some Republicans in this race, Daryl is reliable, conservative, deeply pro-life and proudly pro-Trump. I know for a fact that President Trump trusts Daryl and can rely on him. Daryl will help the president build a wall and secure our borders. And that's why the National Border Patrol Council, with 18,000 agents who defend our homeland, have endorsed Daryl Issa for Congress. National Right to Life endorsed Daryl because they know he'll defend life, champion the rights of the unborn, and stand up to the pro-abortionist in Washington. Join me, Mike Huckabee, and conservatives everywhere supporting Daryl Issa. I'm Daryl Issa, candidate for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Issa for Congress. If you have a car or other vehicle that you're thinking of selling or getting rid of, consider donating it to CarsForBabies.com instead. By donating your vehicle to CarsForBabies.com, you'll help fund much-needed resources for women facing unplanned pregnancy right here in San Diego. Light & Life Mobile Ultrasound is a 501c3 tax-exempt organization dedicated to raising funds to help local pregnancy resource centers bring much-needed care directly to those in need. By donating your vehicle, you're helping mothers and saving lives and your donation is tax deductible. They'll even pick up your vehicle for free. You can donate your car, truck, boat, even a plane. By donating, you'll be helping young mothers and fathers. And yes, they're very young, waiting to be born sons and daughters. For more information, visit carsforbabies.com. That's carsforbabies.com. Be a blessing to the young, vulnerable families and help Light and Life's partners raise up and support in truth, goodness, and beauty. Light and Life, changing lives and saving lives. Visit carsforbabies.com today. If you could do one thing that changed you forever, would you? How about something extraordinary? A bucket list item with years of memories packed into 10 exciting days. Set a clear new vision for yourself this year and join Dr. Sebastian Gorka on the Stand with Israel Tour this December 2nd to 11th. Journeying through one of the most politically and spiritually significant places in the world, you'll see over 40 iconic sites straight from Holy Scripture. Reserve your spot today. Register today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. Stocks end lower but regained half of an early decline at the bell. Declines in advance of 3 to 2. NASDAQ, a narrow new high. The usual hysterical coronavirus headlines. Plus, Apple's negative guidance on second quarter sales. And Buffett taking some profits, selling 3.7 million apples. He still owns 245 million. And combined, all of this triggered a pullback from Friday's record levels. And with a surprise, it remains to be seen if this is anything more than a normal technical correction. It was overdue. Tesla up 60 points or 7.5%. Charges on, two upgrades and one downer. Walmart up 1.5%. Disappoints, but a higher dividend. Google will reorganize its clouds. More red ink for Pacific Gas and Electric. Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. FM 96.1, North County, AM 1170, San Diego, The Answer. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Might as well wrap up with a little bit more legal news. So uh, Alan Dershowitz said in an interview over the weekend with Breitbart News that he has proof 
of an allegation that President Obama asked the FBI to investigate someone at the behest of liberal benefactor George Soros. Says he's got a 302, which is the little document that documents the interview. He says he's not going to say who it was, but there will be a lawsuit filed soon and people will know who it is. So what what does this mean if true? This means that uh, Barack Obama made an instruction, got involved in the Department of Justice, which is what the left is, is hysterical over Trump doing, got involved, and not just got involved to clear some friend of his who he felt like had been over, you know, uh, overcharged, oversentenced, or actually not even oversentenced, but that the sentencing recommend- recommendation was too hard. No, actually to go after somebody to weaponize the FBI and the DOJ. There is, no matter how hysterical the left is today over anything President Trump has done, there's no allegation that he is using the Department of Justice as a tool, as a weapon to destroy somebody at all for any reason. So that will be interesting to see what happens. I, I kind of wish that Dershowitz had said the name. I don't, I don't, like, I don't like that kind of game. It's like people calling me and leaving me a message. Hey, call me when you get a chance. I got something I got to talk to you about. Man, either tell me what it is and say it on the message or just say, hey, call me. Okay, I don't I, I got a secret. I got to tell you later. No, either spill it now or hold your fire or just don't tell me you got a secret until it's time to tell me. Okay, so Aubrey Huff, baseball uh, cha- world champion. I don't follow baseball. I don't even know what they call it. World Series champion, I guess, uh, with the San Francisco Giants. I guess uh, he was told by the CEO of, of the Giants that he was no longer he was persona non grata and no longer welcome to come to the reunion of the 2010 World Series championship. Uh, your thoughts, Carrot Sticks? Do you have any thoughts on this? Well, you know, you think, uh, first, my first thought was like, oh, well, San Francisco is such a liberal town, and this guy is, is a big, big Trump supporter, very conservative. But I did go back and read some of the tweets that uh, they said were offensive, and, and some of them were kind of bad. But I, I can't believe that the other guys on that roster that hasn't said something publicly or tweeted something close enough is what to this guy did. Well, what he said was my locker room humor on Twitter is meant to be satirical and sarcastic. And it was the type of humor that loosened up the clubhouse in 2010. They loved it then and it hasn't changed. That's not the issue. It's politics. I find this whole thing hypocritical coming from a man who had his share of real controversy for pushing his wife for which he had to take a break from the Giants and issue a formal apology. All I did was tweet. Uh, he went on to say, I have thousands of diehard Giants fans who reach out to me and support me. Not all are liberal. We live in a country that is under attack. Society is desperately trying to take away our First Amendment, our freedom of speech, and our freedom of political association. I'm proud of what I accomplished in my three years with the Giants. Uh, I'm disappointed the Giants are so opposed to Trump and our constitutional rights that they would uninvite me to my team's reunion. To the fans, you always supported me. I may not share your political views, which are stupid. I still respect you and your right to express them. The First Amendment is supposed to protect speech that we hate. That's the whole point of it. Wake up and wise up, America. Love you all. Back tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to. 